Rodgers snaps it quick. Pressure coming. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. And Rodgers is inside the pylon. Touchdown Packers. It's Rodgers running for the score. He had some choice words there for the crowd. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers Podcast as usual. I'm your host, at Steve Diddy. It just puts a smile on your face, Daryl, at Daryl J. It does. Brown, doesn't it? It really does. Oh, I own you. It, but let's let's wind back before we get before we get into how amazing that was. I mean that was box office stuff. Mm. But I don't really want to own the Bears, because they are a bad investment. <laughs> bad investment. <laughs> they are. They are, yeah. There it's is so, no like... return on your investment on the Bears. No, it's kind of like owning up to your mistake. Do you know what? I missed you on the um, quick, quick snaps. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Because we didn't do it I'm last week. Uh, we didn't do it together. We missed you. Yeah, uh, yeah but we made our like to do it together. I, do you know what? We missed it last week and that was your prime opportunity to go. I've got some news. You know? Yeah, well, do you know what? If anyone was in any doubt <laughs> as to what the bears are like. Yeah. I mean, I don't even need to read the news this morning for me to tell you that the official line is and always will be. Mm. That the bears suck. They do suck. They really do. And all the trash talking. And look, it's it's so it's one of those moments that when you look at all the tweets that the Bears fans put out, like, oh, the yeah. NFC North goes oh, through the Justin lads. Fields or in Soldier Fields Field. Yeah. And I'm just like, dudes, oh. just wait. Yeah, you no, know, just wait. Yeah, Matt Ramage. Matt, actually, sorry, Matt Ramage. 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 For your, it's French. Don't do not look that don't up. Don't look for your big because. Uh, so he was on, and in fairness to him, he you know hits the nail on the head. He's you know he's like um, how would I put it in Irish terms? He's like the Brendan Grace of Packer comedy. You you yeah. you, have, you you if you know you know. Um, so he put out yeah. this thing of your granny. Your granny can listen to it. Yeah. Your granny can listen. It's to It's entertaining. It. It's family friend. Um, so he uh, you know, good dude, and he put out even like you know the and so did Kyle Brandt that the Bears fans just need to shut up. They've been crap for forever, and don't be pointing fingers at Aaron Rodgers and saying because I love this. I saw one Bears fan say, "Yeah, I've he's lost all my respect now," and I was like, "On who cares? Like absolutely yeah. no one cares. He cares." That's the whole point. Yeah. That's the whole point. The fact that you have no respect for him, he doesn't care. No. He owns you. But like, but that's the thing is that he, like he really doesn't care. I mean, that on the level of like, you know, where sometimes no. you read stuff and go, in sticks and stones. Like that's just he's like, what? You know. So don't even bother typing no. it. It's embarrassing. But and Kyle Brown said it as well. You know, like the Bears suck. You can't blame Aaron Rodgers. You should be looking inward and looking at your coaching staff, looking at the Trubisky move, looking at Glennon from back in the day. He was at the draft party and they decided to go mm. and draft a quarterback. You know, it's just it's just manky. It's just trashy. Yeah. Well, the other thing, well, one thing I did say, and I mean, you've got to sort of dial it back a bit for A-Rod. The reason, apparently, he, he did that is because he was getting the two fingers from a Bears fan mm. in the crowd who obviously wasn't happy at what Rogers had just done, which was amazing, by the way. But then he said he blacked out, and then he said <laughs> what he said. I love the black I still think, yeah. I go like, that doesn't matter. You, it, you know, it's not an old school moment. It doesn't matter whether you black out, Aaron. Yeah. It's still perfectly acceptable for you to carry on with that kind of stuff, especially when you're being, like, and the point I'm trying to make here is, we said it a couple of weeks ago, you know, people were whinging about Aaron Rodgers saying oh he's not going to be up for it. he's not a team player he doesn't care anymore he's all ego he's all about himself 
that reaction showed you everything you need to know about Aaron Rodgers this season. This matters to him. The Packers at the Bears is the oldest rivalry. They hate, love to hate each other. And there it is. It came out. That, as he said, I blacked out and I just came out with it. Well, that just shows you where he's at. That's where his head's at. I, well, I, he owns I'll tell you what, though. Massive understatement. Because if you see the amount of birds being flipped in all of the photos, that's since. Because, yeah, yeah. yeah, of course, yeah. that's what people yeah. do. It's like, oh, well, he said that, so let's yeah, see if it's it true. Is. And it's like, oh, look at all that evidence. <laughs> I mean, look at all yeah. that. Oh, look oh. at all those birds. It's a whole flock of them right there. He was good, though. I mean, he threw he threw 195 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the only thing I will say about A-Rod, and it's a little bit concerning as the season goes on, the fact that we're 5-1 and one and we're talking about this, but he's he's still a bit concerning, read deep accuracy. I mean, I'm, I'm sort of worried about that at the minute, but apart from that, I don't know about the, the game itself wasn't really that enjoyable to watch. You know, the result was good, but we started off really slow, hmm. typical again, you know? It was like, it took us a while to get going. But we were talking about this as well on the tactics of the way they're playing. And we're still, we're playing pretty decent pass rush teams. But if you look at what we've managed to do, you know, in the first four games alone, we've done 154, 133, 131 and 100 yards. So whatever they're doing is working. Mm. Yeah, there's a, do you know what? And the, the internet, the interweb is a whiz with people the saying, interweb. oh, who would have thought like, you know, because this is the thing, the jury's still out on Joe Barry. Let's face it, because, and this yeah. is what I don't understand, yeah, yeah. and this is what I have written in my notes, right? I have downplay injuries. Why? Show me. Show me. Why? Show me. Hold on. Show me your there notes. You downplay notes. injuries. Why? Because, oh, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I just yeah. don't understand, right? Here's, because here's the overall picture, and this is what I understand. Let me preface this real quick. Um, the defense is allegedly, and this see my air quotes, right? Allegedly, yeah, yeah. Um, Got you know, just in case that the Joe Barry sues me, right? So the defense allegedly is, you know, top ten. It's outperforming the offense and all this malarkey, right? Then you look at the mm. PFF stats and how far Devontae Adams is ahead of everybody else. Um, and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. You look at Aaron Jones and what he's doing, AJ Dillon is a nice compliment. Uh, you do look at the tight ends and they're not performing, but I have a thing for that. So on the outset outset uh, what you see is is that the offense is not performing like last year which is obvious and the defense mm-hmm. performing better however what we see is is the offense Darrell, has come up against some really strong defensive fronts and the defense has come up against some pretty shoddy offenses so there will be a rebalancing act that happens here when we come up against a yeah, really good yeah, offense definitely. but this is what i would say right and people are sort of going, oh, yeah, you know, because it's, it's weird. People are saying, oh, we have, we have a top 10 defense. This is great, but also they're crap at the same time. Right now, I, I kind of, I get the fact that when you see the chunk plays being given up and you see the brain fart stuff and when you see mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yidem, for instance, come out and then have to be yanked off as soon as they put him in. Um, and then they had to put Douglas out there who actually did a commendable job. But look, we've no edge rushers. So Preston and Zadarius are out. Uh, Rashan Gary still is the number one person to put up workout videos on Twitter. He still has that accolade, but when it comes to actual <laughs> the production on the field, I still don't see it. Now I see some nice moves and he's disruptive and all that stuff, but you know, Kenny Clark is getting home. Um, who yeah. uh, Jonathan Garvin was getting home. Um, all of our starting cornerbacks are out. So, you could say Stokes is in there and all that kind of stuff, but he's still a bit green. So Jair Alexander's injured. Kevin King, and here's the collective moans. He's out. So the thing is, yeah. is yes, Big Ben was our best player on defense when we played the Steelers. I get that. That's true. That, right? But the thing is, is that at the same time, this these injuries would be enough to railroad any team. This is the one where you go, oh my mm. God, I thought we we're going to be good this year. And you go, oh, well, injuries. And people go, oh, of course. And then they leave it at that. And then even on the offensive side of things, for instance, the O-line... 
to me, and this is this is I'll, I'll leave it here. Uh, the O line for me is the reason why the tight ends are not getting the production because they have to put in Tunyon and Big Dog uh, and Aguara. They have to put them in there to sort of chip on the line to to help out that O line. Because we're coming up against a really good defensive fronts who are unbelievable pass rush, and then also we have a bunch of rookies on the O line. Now I've mm. faith in Steno that he's getting the job done, and he seems to be an excellent coach. We don't know that because we're not in the building, but he seems to be because the lads come in ready. Now Royce Newman got beaten yep. a couple of times, and you know that's concerning. Whatever he did, yeah, he missed a few stunts, yeah. a few stunts. But again, he's green. You got to yeah. let him have that too. But that's the thing, and look, that's why we don't see any stuff from the tight ends there is because they're not being used as typical tight ends that's all I say no. it's very nuanced no. uh, but it's an interesting way but the pa- as you said on the it's tapping down the Packers are and I know they've come up against question about position as well which is what they said last year but 5-1 and one, you know and a, an mm-hmm. unbelievable record in the in the division you know it's yummy yeah well I mean we're two we're two games clear now in the NFC North the, the, I suppose the other thing to say about the defence and I think we'll rest on this we'll rest our defence um, we've got as you say we've <laughs> oh, no Zadarius we've no Jair we, we've no King oh uh, yeah okay yes I hear I hear you moaning in the background but we still haven't allowed anyone to score more than 22 points now is that a, in the last three games you know is that a is it a fantastic stat no I mean not scoring more than 15 would be nicer but there is something along the lines of to be fair to Joe Barry he's had to cobble together yeah. a defence starting to see green shoots Yes, there's a load of greenhorns in there. But what I will say about the Bears game, apart from the fact that they are so bad, they suck so bad, but that wasn't a coherent performance at the weekend. And I would like to sort of see that we can't do that kind of thing against decent opposition. Now, the, the other thing to say is you can only pay what's in front of you and there was a load of dead bears all over the place. We were stepping over them, trying to, like, you know, they're dead. Just stop <laughs> shooting them. But there was a bit of, they weren't as coherent as I'd like to see. These slow starts, again, mm. every week we say the same thing. Go out and start fast. Go out, put some points on the board. We're not really doing that. I mean, you know, you see the bears go seven up without an answer. Some of the play was a little bit sloppy. You can put that down to a few things. You can put that down to the quality of the opposition, um, but there was something to be said for it took us a while to get into a bit of rhythm. Mm. Um, there were some standout players as usual. Like to be ver- to be fair, you're looking at what well, what A Rod did, but look at Jones and Dylan again. They're working yeah. really well off each other. Yeah, they're working so well off each other. They work hard. Um, I have to say, Devonte people were saying, "Oh, he's back to his best." Yeah, but look who he was playing against. Mm. They they weren't focused on him as much as he has been focused on in the last two or three weeks. And the thing about Devonte is he's fantastic. But he can't find space that isn't there, really. If he's up against a you know a very good defensive unit, he doesn't get the space. So we need mm. to find other um, weapons. They sort of disappointing. I think I think Tunyon is having a, another disappointing week by his again by his standards. Kenny Clark working really well with Dean Lowry. Three sacks between the two of them. But Dean Lowry, seriously, three. Stop sacks. proving me wrong, mate. Three sacks. Stop. That's that. Don't keep proving me wrong, Dean. God damn it, Dean. <laughs> it's just, yeah, just giving I mean, it out to play away. God's sake, Dean. Yeah, well done, Dean. Jesus, yeah. making a fool of me every time, every week now. Shamar John Charles, you said mentioning a fool, uh, making a fool of someone. Shamar, Shamar John Charles, Ooh. was that not easier to miss the special teams play and let them run it back? He could have literally yeah. like whispered. Uh, he really could. He could have done careless whisper. In your man's ear, but somehow let him go. I don't know. Special teams are manky. Mason Crosby, one for one, hundred percent, hundred percent. You can't. Hundred uh, percent. Oh, 100%. Bojo. Bojo. And yes, I'm saying Bojo. And I don't, I yeah, don't, I don't care if you're from the... Not that, not that Bojo, Bojo, listeners. Not that Bojo. Not that Bojo. This is a Bojo who gets stuff Bojo. done. This is a Bojo who, you know, toes yeah. the line here. Uh, Corey Bohorkes. Uh, he went and kicked the ball. 82 yards, Daryl. 
This is the second yeah. longest in NFL. What is it? Packers or NFL history? Maybe Packers. Um, very long, second very longest. long, long. But he hit it eighty-two, and I wouldn't mind, right? Hunter Bradley doing mm. his best uh, snaps it low, and so he get off a low snap yeah, there. But listen, but listen, but listen, but listen. This is back to my point of Hunter Bradley. You cannot have two surnames. You're gonna have to get yeah. rid of one of them. Yeah. All right. Call yourself John Hunter or mm. Michael Bradley, mm. but please not both together. No. Stop doing it. Well, really, we have to blame his dad. Who, if you meant mention Hunter Bradley, even if you don't have him, if you just mention Hunter Bradley, it's like you know when you say something like, "Was that a Bloody Mary into the mirror?" Like four times, three times, ten times, who knows? But if you say Hunter Bradley on the interweb, well, then you get his dad liking the tweet. Well, it has to be nice though. Don't be mean. Amazing. His dad's watching. Ah, that's yeah. Nice. It's lovely. Uh, ah, that's but nice. that just goes to show you, like, it's like the time. It's like the time our dad said he listened to this, but he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, but every Saturday he used to call me. All right, stay. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's... Uh, um, hope not much kind of this morning. Yep, don't hear from me all week, bro. But uh, our dad. Maybe, bro. Um, Maybe he's not our dad. Um, yeah, and then I'm like, well, I just have to... I'm on live radio now, so can you well, please piss off? Thanks. Probably um, not. He's, pr- he's, pr- he's probably not your dad. Cool. Your mom's a bit of a coward. That's your mom. So Devondre Campbell, fantastic. Uh, Rasul Douglas, super green, but in there did a great job. Kenny Clark, brilliant. Um, I love as well the, the the number one narrative from the Bears fans that go, yeah, so you paid off the refs again, and yeah, like some calls did go our way. Cool, yeah. but that's what happens. Yeah, did, and that's the first time in a few weeks. First yeah. time in a few weeks, and plus the team that's on top, the team that's dominant, tends to get the calls. The team actually playing with the ball tends to get the calls because they're doing more playing. Maybe we should have given the Bears a ball of their own to play with in the playpen with all the little spongy balls. Yeah, because they can't play with ours. But like um, ESB, what a play in the end zone and it comes out to touchdown and then that was ruled out. So I mean, you know, swings and roundabouts. The fact is that we blew them out blew them out it was 7-0 and then only 10-17 squeaky bum time at the half and then it was 21 unanswered points sort of you know from the second third quarter and then we went um, touchdown apiece Justin Fields Daryl he's not good yet the game is probably too, it's probably too slow for him it's probably too slow it's probably too slow like like in a bad way you know like maybe he's just like oh he's getting bored here and then lose concentration yeah maybe that's what it is yeah god they've really made a mistake you know with Trubisky doing the whole Packers tears mug thing and then your man saying oh it's too slow for me honestly and you're like "Mm." like don't it's like that time do you remember when um, England were going to win the Grand Slam I can't remember what year it was but I know Dricko and all were still playing yeah and somehow, and I know this happens, and I kind of feel sorry for them, but obviously they'd gone ahead and prepared this victory video, for, and all the t-shirts were being printed for winning the Grand Slam, and of course Ireland go and destroy their party, and there's that video of all the English lads, they play parts of the video, and then they just put Dricko and Paul O'Connell in, just <laughs> laughing their hearts out. Yeah. It was a fan, some fan-made video, it was fantastic, but it got liked by everybody, because uh, it was a really good splicing job. Same thing though, if you're going to do any sledging, please make sure you're good. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, it's embarrassing. And there's times when me and you are tempted, especially against, you know, good opposition, not the Bears, because they suck. But against good opposition, you are tempted to like do a little bit of sledging before the game. Oh yeah. But you're going to look really bad when it blows up in your face before the, you know, before you get back on. But that's what's really funny as well when you think about it, because obviously they have to do, like for instance, in the NFC Championship Games, AFC Championship Games or whatever, they have to print off winners, Green Bay Packers. Yeah, so yeah. there's a ton of hats. And I just love, they must ship them off to a country that isn't interested in NFL. So they must think like the Packers have won every NFC oh, Championship amazing. game yeah. for the last seven yeah. years. So they're going around going, oh, I love the Packers. You're kind of going, yeah, but they lost all of them. You're wearing them because we lost, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, I don't know what country that is. Um, yeah look a good as you said a good overall performance in the sense that we're getting the job done 
we're decimated with yeah. injuries. We're getting good production. Like for instance, um, the, the a couple of plays stand out to me. The one that's sort of going viral now on Twitter, uh, where Aaron Rodgers signals to Devontae Adams mm-hmm. just before the call, like it's on, and he says he gets that tingly feeling uh, in the dinger donger, and then he throws the ball down, and Devontae Adams goes. Now he steps sort of out of bounds. Do you reckon? Or yeah. Do you reckon he feels it in his jellies? <laughs> Probably does. See, you used to tweet that, and I could never retweet it from the group account because I don't know what jellies means. I th- well, I, I think I do, but it sounds too close to. You know, yeah, just you can feel it in your jellies. Feel it in your jellies. Um, so there was that play, and then there was one that you know, Aaron Jones. I think it was from like, what's it first and goal? But anyway, they were uh, and they got pushed back. I don't know what it was. It was thirteen yards away from, from the goal zone, and uh, Aaron Rodgers just sort of dumps off to Aaron Jones, and he does the rest and goes in for the touchdown. And I just thought, mm. sort of such a brilliant play, and so underrated yep. you know Aaron Jones that everyone kind of yep. wrote him off to say oh, he's too small he's not that important to the offense but when they showed when they stopped doing the empty set stuff and sort of you know started to get more into the play action as the game went on uh, well just how important uh, Aaron Jones was and AJ Dillon so Aaron Jones 13 carries 76 yards 5.8 average amazing AJ Dillon 5.4 average again amazing so yep. You know, we're kind of some of his stuff again. There's a couple of his couple of his moves as well. Dylan's in particular, is, it was like football poetry. Some of the moves, so, and again, yeah. they're underappreciated because some of the moves didn't come to anything. But when you look back at them on the tape, you're going, "Oh my god, where do they even get the awareness?" You talk about a football brain. You see some of these mm. runs. I don't know how they do it. It's almost as if, you know, it's a bit Marvel comic book sort of stuff here, but Stephen Strange. But they can almost see the future here, and they know where the gaps are going to open up. And how they know this, I don't know, but it's a it's a thing worth watching. Yeah, I mean, look, and in the receiving core. I just find it astonishing, right? Check this out. So Devontae Adams, four reception, five targets. Aaron Jones, four receptions out of four targets. Perfect. Alan Lazard, uh, three receptions out of five and a touchdown. So you're, you're given that. Big Dog, two out of two. Amari Rogers, one out of one. Tunyon, two out of three. And Aguara, one out of one. So when he's throwing the mm. ball, they're catching it. And I'm like, that, that sounds like the lamest analysis ever. Like, oh, well, if they score yeah. more points, yeah. will they win? Well, it's a game of two halves. But I mean, and... you know, look at last season. Aaron Rodgers had uh, per head the, the biggest drop count ever. And that's something that they've obviously worked on when they've come into this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And he's not targeting MVS in this game. But apart from that, no, that, that's a disservice. That's a disservice. <laughs> MVS. That's, that's good. Uh, no, below and he below has been fantastic, though, this season, MVS. And it's unfortunate that he, you know, he's in the position that he's in. But, like, um, you know, he's throwing the ball and by and large the players are coming down. And there's not as much as this sort of, like, you know, winging a prayer, just banging it down the field to try to get those DPI calls or whatever. You know, it seems mm, more yeah. sort of nuanced. But as you said, Daryl, it doesn't seem like it's firing entirely. And if we go down like we did against the Bears, against a really good team that will bury you, well, then we probably have yeah, options. Because we know what happens there at Matt LaFleur, right? Just gives up on the run. Yep. And we can see the stats there, 5.8, 5.4. It's very effective, but you have to keep at it. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, he does. He battens down the hatches a bit all right when the pressure comes on. And you know, instead of a more expansive game, he tends to shut down. Um, but apparently, and now again, Packers fans and the Packers press are not ones for you know getting ahead of themselves or getting too excited about things. But D back mm. returns to practice. That means basically, according to everything I've read, he's back. He's back in next week. <laughs> like it's one of those things we're going with you. Will you all just, just people are going? What's it going to look like when he gets back? Who's he going to be playing with? And you're going, hang on. I know. I, whoa, I whoa, don't whoa. know what that propensity. He didn't just. He didn't just stub his toe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, give him a minute. His leg was hanging off. Yeah. Um. But that's why I just love when people get ahead of themselves. For instance, um, 
Now, some, some of them you can see, like with a bad performance, it's easier to say it. So, Yidam comes on and oh, he got yeah. absolutely yeah. pasted. I mean, oh, yeah, h- horribly yeah. wrong. And you see some other plays as well, which were just good plays from the Bears. But of course, they get lost in the like, oh, it's just trash. And then I see an analyst come out and say that Rasul Douglas, you should, like, he should be in there for the foreseeable. They're like, you know, yeah. barring <laughs> till Jair comes back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like he literally is just, he's just born. Like, what are you doing? Like, he hasn't even got out of the baby grow yet. Can we calm down, please? He's he's about six. Yeah, it's just, it's so ridiculous. You know? It's that jump in the gun sort of stuff. But again, Devondre Campbell, uh, outstanding as usual. Um, But yeah, jump in the gun and stuff like that. D-back, we don't expect him. He's expected to practice, but he's not going to be in the weekend. And he's likely not going to be no, in. I think the next game is Thursday he's not going to be in for the next, that. God knows. Yeah, not, not even close to that, I'd say. Like, it's one of those things of, okay... I'm a proof. I'm I'm a case in point here. They put up these stories. I read them. That's why they put jump, them jump. up. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you do want to know, and you want to see how the O line's going to shake out. Do they keep? You know, do they move yeah. Jenkins to to center? Do they keep Lucas Patrick? I love the way uh, Aaron Rodgers called him a dirtbag, by the way. And I was going to put that out on Twitter, <laughs> but I thought that people who like don't watch the pressers, yeah, people aren't going to get that. Like, oh my yeah, God, they're not going to. They're not going to get like, no, he said it. I oh promise. my God, what? So I, I need to get the video. I need to rip the video because uh, otherwise I'll just get done for like, out out of context. Out of context. Likely. Oh, imagine we got cancelled for that. <laughs> it's just like what you, oh, he's on tape saying listen. it. Yeah, yeah, he says the exact words. But look, Aaron is off dropping f bombs on tape. But it is interesting to see what they'll do there. Will they? Will they leave Lucas Patrick in there? Will they put Jenkins back where he was and put D back there? Will they move Jenkins across? But I love that quote that came out. Who was it? Josh Sitton or TJ Lang said to move from one side of the line to the other is like wiping your ass with a different hand. <laughs> kind of like on. Yeah, I get it. That's a, that's an analogy. Can, can, can you can you can you paint me a picture? Oh, there, there it is. is. Oh, a nice brown picture. One. I just didn't need. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't need it. <laughs> It's all over the place. So, look, we can't sort of argue against uh, the results. Great game. um, Slightly disjointed, but you're seeing performances come out from from people that you wouldn't expect. Now, the only thing is, is that I do get a bit dodged when I I look at performances like that. um, And you you sort of look ahead to the teams that are are pretty strong on defense and pretty strong on offense. You know, you do get a bit jittery because I don't feel like the Packers, even themselves, think that they have it all together yet. Even though, you know, they're, they're getting the wins. I mean, it's fantastic to look at as a fan but I don't I don't have that feeling of like you know the Chiefs two years ago where you look at them and go oh they're winning yeah, no, you no. know like it's sort of like no I don't think I don't think it's fully clicked I think they know that but let's face it and this is another old trope but I'd prefer them to peak at the right yeah. time I don't want them putting a 40 burger on the Bears and playing the complete performance just get the job done work out these niggles and start I mean if, as you said we've already covered the offense in quite a lot of detail how many drop balls have we seen this year mm. so they're, they are tightening it up it's not as if much is going wrong. It just needs to come together as a cohesive unit. And I think we're getting there. But don't do it against the Bears. If you're going to do it, do it against a decent side later on in the season when you know, you're know you coming towards a time when you need to put in these big performances. Because let's face it, it's a long season. It's only getting longer. And we've already seen injuries um, cause a bit of trouble. Let's hope this doesn't happen later in the season. So just keep clicking along and doing what they're doing. And they're doing okay. I mean, the, you know, the bye week is going to come along at a nice time because pr- pretty much the only one left standing will probably be Aaron Rodgers and Mason Crosby in its centre. Yeah. You know, like, it's just... We're, yeah, Mason Crosby, 100%. 100%. 100%. Uh, so the thing is, look, it's the, the injuries there. And I just like the fact that uh, the other thing that came out during the broadcast was that bit of experimentation, that sort of unbelievable play design with the shuffle pass, shuffle pass to... Uh, mm. Who went in with that again? It was Lazard. That was Lazard's, wasn't it? I think. It was Lazard, yeah. Um, yeah. Just that type of play design and the fact that they come up with that midweek and that was Stenovich's yeah. invention. And I'm just like, oh my God, talk about a brains trust between 
Steno and Hackett and yeah, LaFleur and Rogers all sitting down and drawing up some new stuff. I just love that they're bringing that to the game. It just, do you know what? And if you look back at any sort of um, artist's click, so James Joyce and Ernst Hemingway and all these boys, you know, Oscar Wilde when he hung out with his mates over in Paris. When you get all of these lads together in a certain era, you know, Christopher Hitchens liked to put himself with, uh, you know... It, Mark Namus and all those boys, you know, Salomon Rust, you know. So you get these sort of clicks over time. And when you get that creative juices going, it just flourishes into this majesty. Look at the, you know, Renaissance art. And then you look at Rogers and well, Hackett. Well, true. And, you know, well, on that, and, and to that very point, people were giving out about Matt LaFleur going, oh, he's only getting all these cronies in. You know, that's the whole point. Yeah. They're birds of a feather. Yeah. That's the way this works. If you look at those uh, Parisian art, those cafes when all those artists were hanging out together, they were hanging out together because they had basically the same worldview and they pushed each other in the same direction. And that's what you want to see. And people said LaFleur is always getting jobs for the boys and he's only getting him in because he knows him. And you're going, that's the whole point. If they speak yeah. the same language, they can get on and get... In other words, there's nothing getting lost in translation where they're... Look what happened even last year about, oh, we were confused, you know, the wrong calls, mm. people got misunderstood. And there's none of that this year now they have time to go it's almost like really good comedy writing they go yeah yeah go with that one yeah that's a good one that's yeah. slayed us all let's do exactly it exactly that and in fairness to the floor he's not getting the credit he deserves i just find that a travesty i don't know i don't want to do that fake trope stuff where people are like oh i'm sick of people saying Devonte's underrated you know like he's one of the best and you're like on oh, who's ever said that you know it's like they sort of argue with themselves yeah. to sort of stand up on a on a pulpit and just you know decide to pontificate the people it's not that but LaFleur it's kind of you know McCarthy couldn't get it done with Rogers, and you've seen the problem now he's doing well with the Cowboys um, and then you look at LaFleur comes in and you're like oh it's because he has Rogers, right you know, and you're kind of like oh no like he needs more credit I just I just love the creative artistry almost now of this offense and it's not mm. perfect but it you know it's experimental and no, it's no. exciting and to see plays like the one where Rogers audibles and tingles and to see the the shovel pass and he goes in with it to see what Aaron Jones is able to do it's just it, it and I've said it before um I just I feel that it, this really is just a moment in time that has all come together in this perfect little storm to give us some fantastic football oh that would and be it's, let's it's have not it. gonna last let's forever, have it but let's keep it yeah, going look at the legion nope. of boom with uh the seahawks eventually that stuff starts to chip away you know obviously if Rogers goes next year that's the cornerstone of it sort of dissolved now I wouldn't give I'm not gonna because I heard this thing as well like oh if Jordan Love was in there you know he, they wouldn't have beaten the Bears and you're like on how, how do you know you know like I'm not I, yeah. I get what I get I mean, your point what, what evidence what evidence yeah. what evidence does any of us have that that's the yeah. case it sounds right anecdotally I guess you might go yeah. okay you know but it's like the thing of and this always annoys me when I hear people go oh, uh, you know, in exams, people always do this. And you're like, oh, you don't know. You just assume they do it. You've never spoke to anybody who did that in the exam. You just think that's what the downfall is. And you say, oh, people always get caught out by this. And you're like, oh, no, they don't. Where's the evidence? You've got no evidence. You just think because you didn't, you know, whatever. So it's that type of thing. But look, I just think we're in a really good space right now. It's sort of accentuated by the fact of this whole stuff. But the, and we'll probably leave it here if you don't have anything else to say. Is there anything to look into the fact that Rogers, when he spoke about that comment, Daryl, the I own you and the fantastic times that he has, you know, being a bear owner, you know, the owner of said bears, yeah. is that, you know, he's he did sort of have a little ponder about that before the game, about all the good times he had, but he's convinced it's not his last. Is that him telling the Packers? Because I don't know if I believe Daryl, like, oh, Aaron Rodgers never says that. But he says he blacked out and barely told the crowd to go F themselves, basically, right? So all this stuff about Aaron yeah. Rodgers always knows yeah. what he says and he's calculating, he writes it down and he's so much smarter than everybody else. I don't actually believe that. But that's what people are saying. And the fact no. that he said that he would be well, back... Well, here's a hot take. Here's a hot take. I reckon, I, reckon, I reckon he's actually bought the Bears. 
<laughs> Do you think so? He actually does own them. Yeah, and that's what he means. Yeah, and he's just going to enjoy himself going out watching them getting beaten every single week as the owner. He's going to love Amazing. it. He's going to run them into the ground <laughs> even quicker than they're doing it to themselves. Yeah, or that's what they he already meant. part owns them, so it's a conflict of interest. They can't beat their owner, so they just keep sucking so bad that they they lose. Yeah, exactly. Many we've got many theories, uh, all of them wrong. Uh, so Daryl uh, at Daryl J. <laughs> all of them wrong. Right. Ooh, oh come on. Do you know what we didn't say today? What? We never mentioned Matt Schneidman. Yeah, what? What do you have something to he say, didn't say? He didn't say no. He, he didn't say anything particularly interesting. It's just we haven't mentioned him. <laughs> he's just like speaking German. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is weird because you actually are fluent in German. <laughs> That's the only, there we go. The only oh yeah, baby. Oh my god, did we manage to get that we in? Did. The only thing we get to say is a guy's German name who isn't even from Germany. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, that's the thing. Up yeah. next, we're gonna be doing the quick snaps. Are you gonna, are you gonna do it with, will we do it together? Oh, against the. And we're also playing. We're also playing the store own brand team, Washington Football Team. Yeah. You know. Here's a question. You, the yellow pack. You know the yellow pack. Football yellow pack football team. Yeah, we're not racist anymore. Uh, football team. Oh, even though we got sued ten million for sexual harassment. Hey-o. So he's been at there, <laughs> Jay O'Brien. You've been amazing. If you're still listening, I've been at the NFL on Twitter, and of course follow the group at UK Packers, and we'll be back for some quick snaps uh, later in the week. Oh yeah. But until then, click, click, click. Do it. See you later. Do it.